This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. Joining me on today's show is Pat Masu. Pat is an internationally acclaimed speaker. She's an award-winning business coach, and she's also a former radio and TV host, and she's formerly been on a number of our podcasts across the Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network. So it's a, such a pleasure to invite her back on today's show. Now, a little bit more about Pat. She has won the Stevie Award for the Female Executive of the Year, and she has has won four times for Female Entrepreneur of the Year in Canada. Now, she is a former HR professional who turned lifestyle entrepreneur, and Pat works with professionals around the world, helping them to get healthy and wealthy and to live their best life. Now, this is her mantra. It's never too late and you're never too old. You'd never guess this, but she's a very young 71. And uh, so on today's show, she's going to talk about sharing or, or sharing more around networking, specifically five steps to show up and to shine, which I'm sure you'd agree is exactly what Pat does each and every day. So welcome to the show, Pat. Such a pleasure, Anne-Marie. It is one of my favorite topics. I love chatting with you. We've done this a few times. And so thank you for the invitation. You are so welcome. And thank you for jumping in. Um, you were uh, so gracious in uh, putting up your hand when I did a call out on social to say, hey, I've got some spots open. Would love uh, for anyone who was around, if they can jump on to uh, to share their message. And of course, you were one of the, the women that did that. So, and yes, we have had uh, conversations before. And one of the reasons I love what you're talking about today, particularly around networking, I think even though that this is a topic that we may have heard other people talk about before, we may think that we're doing well in our own businesses. Um, it's something that I think can continue to be polished because networking, and I want you to, to, to share what networking is to you, it really is relationship building. And some of the things that we're being taught, or we, we assume, is not actually what we should be doing. So how would you des describe what networking means to you? Well, first of all, networking to me means fun. And I know that that's not the first word that comes to mind for many people. But I just want to back up for a minute and talk about the fact that I spotted your post because as a business coach, what I'm always saying to my clients is it's better to be prepared and not have an opportunity than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. Yes. And the other piece I coach on is so that we don't get swallowed up into social media is to plan your time on social media. And I do it in 15 minute blocks. Mm -hmm. And it just happened in that one 15 minute block that I spotted your 
your request. So the two came together. I shared a few topics with you. Networking is near and dear to my heart because what it all comes down to, Henry, is we're in business and business is about relationships. That's it. Yeah. It's about relationships. And so it's incumbent upon us to get out there and to build and establish and strengthen those relationships. People aren't going to come knocking on your door. <laughs> that's for sure. And certainly not in the last few years. So networking, I believe right now is at, at utmost importance yes. for entrepreneurs, for people who are stepping back out into the world, into a different world and into a different way of doing business in a new economy. So I love this topic. Yes. What it means to me is fun, relationships, trust, yes. collaboration. Yeah. You know, it was interesting because I think when, um, you know, the various countries started to go uh, into lockdown, you and I reconnected via Facebook Messenger. And from there, we've had, you know, a number of different conversations. And it's interesting because for me, if I look at the networking that I had done previously, and a lot of those were in-person networking, I ended up doing in the last three years more networking than I have ever done in a lifetime because I've realized that I'm more of an introvert. So mm -hmm. for me, I love having deeper conversations and connections one-on-one -on -one rather than large rooms because you tend to get drowned in, in those large rooms. So why that's so important is, is this, as you said, networking was fun to you. Mm -hmm. And I realize a process or a way that I do networking may not necessarily be what others do or what they've taught. So once I found what fit with me, uh, it was it became fun for me too. So I agree. I agree. It's absolute fun. And it is about relationship building. Do you find that many businesses, what we've tended to do when it doesn't become fun is because we tend to put a lens over what we assume networking to be, a, a more of a misunderstanding? What are some of the reasons why someone may not uh, look at networking as fun? Well, I believe part of it goes back to what you said. Many, many entrepreneurs are introverts. I'm not. <laughs> I, I get up in the morning and I think, okay, who's out there that I need to meet and who wants to meet me? Yeah. Because my whole mindset is of service. I know there are people out there in pain and I know I have a solution, not all solutions, but I have solutions. And so my whole approach to it, my whole philosophy is there are people out there in pain. And so I don't want to be the best kept secret. I want to be of service. So when I think about networking, I think about where and how can I expand my network, where and how, and not only to attract clients, but also to attract partnerships. I really believe, as you know, in collaboration and community, that was a big part of my whole mission these past two years in quarantine. I recognize I live alone. I was in quarantine by myself. I recognize that like me as a professional speaker, there were many of my colleagues who lost all their business overnight. I knew that there were many entrepreneurs who were feeling isolated and women in particular, we like community introvert or extrovert. We're like community. And we also believe in collaboration. So to me, networking is the secret sauce right now to grow our business. It's yeah. absolutely the secret sauce. There are some specific, easy techniques to learn. It's a skill to learn that will make this fun for most people. 
most people just don't know what they don't know. They do have a misconception or a misinterpretation or misunderstanding about what that means. I know in the corporate world, when I was in the corporate world, people would talk about networking and I'd see people in the room freeze at the thought of it. <laughs> yeah. Like they would just like, you go, I'm not going, you go yeah. first and, or I'm not going unless you come with me. And I found that to be interesting behavior. And that's why my first step in the, the card that I shared with you, mm. one of the first steps is to get past the fear. Mm. And to me, fear is simply a lack of information, a lack of education. So for people to, and that's why I love talking about this. We, really need to learn more about the art and the skill of networking. Take yes. the networking word out of it. To me, it's relationship building. Yeah. So I don't care if you're going to a soccer game, if you're going to church, if you're going to a business event, it's about relationships and it's about connection. Mm, I love that. Take removing the fear, and and when we dive a little bit deeper to that, because I'm probably one of those people too that uh, go to a networking event, particularly if I don't know anyone there. But it's interesting because if I flip the switch, and I imagine myself going in there with a microphone and asking questions, then it becomes fun for me because I'm learning all these things. And I remember being on a networking event um, with a lot of the people from Canada and the US. This was many years ago. And I said, if now if I could walk around with a microphone, they said, yeah, that's what we do too. You do because people are interviewing and so forth. So it's oh. interesting if we flip the switch mm -hmm. to, you know, because going up to people and, and even for you, I guess it's probably for your thinking, here's someone that I have not yet met before. What interesting conversations could come out of that? What potential collaborations? Who do I know in my network that could be the person that this mm -hmm. person that I don't know yet um, could need? Isn't it interesting when we start flipping the conversation? Yep. And again, it it's like anything else. Again, I've seen and heard the experiences of, oh, there's a networking event, you need to go, or I should be there. I love to prep my clients and prep myself for an event in a certain way. And the first step is know your why. Why am I going to that certain event? First of all, is it in alignment with your business? Are your ideal clients there? And if not, then what the heck are you doing there? It's a waste of time. It's a waste of your reputation when you're in the wrong room with the wrong people. So why that particular event? That's the first question. I've, I've selected this one. I've scheduled it. Why that one? And so it takes homework before you even get out there. So know your why. For me, when I had moved across the country a number of years ago, I knew I was the new kid in town. And I had met one other woman at church. And I said to her, because she, she was very successful, and I said, Wilda, I would like for you to take me to two or three networking events that you go to. So A, I'm not going alone. Yeah. B, I said to her, as we got in the parking lot, I remember her look, the look on her face. I said, Wilda, here's why I'm going in. I have three goals. My intention is to become a well-known name in this city. And so I have three goals. Number one, I would like you to introduce me to someone of influence that you know well. Introduce me, then I'm good. Go your merry way, I'm good. I'm connected. So I'm not going into a room standing there just looking around and, and feeling uncomfortable. So it comes back to knowing your why. I knew I was going because I wanted people to know my name. 
Secondly, I identified that I wanted to connect with three people, just three people. I didn't care if the room had 10 people or 100 people. I wanted to connect with three people. That made it comfortable. And then thirdly, I wanted to ensure that those three people were in alignment with who I am and what I have to offer and that I would have something to offer back to make it a win-win. So the first piece of homework is know your why. Pick out the event, two or three. I intend to get to one in-person networking event a week. That works for me in my marketing calendar to build my business, right? To build my database, if you will. So you know your why. The second thing that I do, if I don't have a person that's going to take me somewhere, I still know my why, why I'm going. Most networking events, groups have a website. I go to the website and I find out who the members are. And then I'll find out not only the name of the member, but who are they in the business community? Yes. And I'll message them and I'll say, my name's so-and-so. I've never been to this event. I see that you're part of the group. If you are going to the Wednesday night event, might we connect prior to, so I could go with you. Yeah. So again, not going alone, not making it uncomfortable, but making a connection first that's in alignment. So I'll do that. So Make sure the event is in alignment and makes sense for you to be there. Secondly, find someone that you can go with that makes sense as well, whether you know them or don't know them. Do your homework online. Thirdly, be clear on your goals. When we're clear as to why we're going somewhere and why we're entering a room, we have that, that we project that air of confidence Mm -hmm. because we know why we're there. So we're not standing in the door shaking in our boots. It's like, I'm here intentionally I know what I'm looking for, who I'm looking for, and then get into action. Mm-hmm. I love that. Because if you're going to uh, an event already with someone that, as you said, you either know or you've connected and there's been some form of exchange mm-hmm. and communication prior, even if just a, a, a message, yes. there's, there's still an expectation there that the two of you can go there. And there's an expectation that there's going to be a conversation between the two of you anyway. There's already someone that you've established a, a relationship with. Mm-hmm. I know, and, and this may be something that you're going to unpack for a little bit a little bit further for us a conversation with someone that we may not yet have met there's a balance between getting to know one another sharing with you uh, with them a little bit more about you as as well how does how do you work that because some people really you know is too much information too much is too little too little how do you navigate that well first of all i pick topics that are very neutral I will not go in and start having a conversation around politics. Like there's a lot of political stuff going on here right now and in the world, right? So I won't do that. I will pick very general topics. Like, for example, a good opening question is, how long have you been a member here? And what has been the benefit to you? And then, I mean, the key piece to networking is ask a question and then shut up. Zip it. And listen, I know a lot of people, I hear this all the time. Oh, I'm so bad at remembering names. Well, I have the solution. You pay me a hundred bucks, I'll tell you the answer. It's because it's very simple. When somebody tells you their name, listen. Don't be formulating your questions. Don't be looking around for other people. When someone says, hello, I'm, listen. Yes, yes, definitely. That's the best way to remember a name. So, 
I always consider two to three different types of general questions. One, how long have you been a member? What's been the benefit for you? Number two, what type of work are you doing specifically? And if I hear like leadership, management, sales, then my question would be, oh, I'd be curious to know, what book have you read recently on that topic? Because I'm an avid reader and I'd love to know. That's an easy question piece. The other one I always ask is, what other networking groups, if any, do you belong to? That's because I want, I want to build the list, right? Yeah. Because if they belong to another one and we connect and we're feeling a sense of alignment, then I'm going to ask for an invitation to that next networking group because it will make sense. Yes, I love that uh, because that's right. If that connection that you've just spoken to, you really through the questioning and, and who they are find that, hey, they're they're not only a, an ideal connection, could be an ideal collaboration partner, could mm -hmm. even be down the track an ideal client. The networking groups that they are part of and the people they're associating with could very well be the group that you would like to continue to associate with too. I love that. Uh -huh. So you're talking to that one person and say, mm -hmm. for instance, you've walked in with someone yep. um, who has introduced you to that person who is a key influence and you mentioned that you wanted to connect with, say, three people, that, that mm -hmm. is your list. Do you then ask that person to whom you're speaking with, uh, um, you know, who else should I be speaking to? How do you get to that second person? What, yeah. What's the strategy there? I do, and it's all well-timed as well. But let me go back to the questions for a minute because, again, it's a new world. One of my questions used to be, so tell me, where have you traveled lately? Okay. So – Common sense needs to come into play here as we get back out into the world. I will not ask that question because that can take me right down a black, nasty political hole. I don't want to go there. So really think about your general generic questions. Books are easy. Other networking events are easy and, and um, safe. Yeah. <laughs> They're safe. Because so, as you say, you don't want to get bogged down into a conversation where, you know, yeah. it'll be almost like someone start to share something with you and you go, well, okay, bye. I go. You know, it's kind of yeah. like, yeah, you don't so want to. I will just ask one question and have a brief conversation. And then I will just simply say, it's been really lovely chatting with you. I'm just going to move along now and meet one or two other people in this group. Yeah. That's it. So. I spend no more than maybe five, 10 minutes with the first person. And I might say to them, who else, based on what we've just discussed and what you've learned about me, who else in this room do you feel I should meet? And would you introduce me? Yeah. That's yeah. how I do it. Yeah. Brilliant. Now, if you get a talker, someone who goes on and on and on, I will interrupt and very gently and professionally say, you know what? It's been really great chatting with you, but I just see the person over there that I agreed to meet with when I came here. So got to go. Nice yeah. to see you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Yeah. Nice. Something to that effect. Yeah. Brilliant. And so, okay, so we, I know that you've already shared a number of, of the steps that we need to show up and to shine. What yeah. are some other things that you do and you've done them constantly, consistently, and they've really supported you as you're building your network? Well, for me, uh, again, I'm a good listener. So I encourage all my clients to develop your listening skills. Because again, when people are taught, when they go to an event and they're nervous, 
and people are talking to them, they're already formulating their own answer. And I always say to my clients, shut your brain off, turn your ears on. You don't need to come back with an answer for everything. You don't need to. And if you're, you're asked something and you don't know, I just say, yeah, I have no idea. However, when we exchange contact information, I'll be happy to find out and get back to you. So just a few simple tips. So the bottom line is take a breath, relax, because for the most part, many other people can be just as nervous as you. Mm-hmm. So just be real, be calm, pay attention and tell your face you're having fun too. <laughs> because, you know, somebody who's looking up tight and standing there shaking, not only uh, is that challenging for you, but it's not making you approachable for anybody else. So tell your face you're here for a good reason, a fun time. You're going to make this work. And nobody says you have to stay for the whole event for anything, right? Nobody says that. So if you feel like you've accomplished your goal, you've met two or three great people and you want to get out of there, then go. Mm-hmm. The other piece around networking, I'm not sure about where you live, but a lot of the events I used to go to were over the evening hour, like from five to seven or four to seven kind of thing. So there's food and drink involved. I never drink at a networking event. I'm talking alcohol, alcoholic, I never drink. And often I don't eat either because first of all, it's too awkward. If you're standing in particular, it's too awkward holding. It does not allow you easily and professionally to shake hands, Mm. which, you know, in some places is still acceptable. And so I just don't want to be caught either, you know, tipping food or drinking too much because I'm nervous or whatever. So I stay away from all of that, even though I might have paid and it's included. And I'm talking about like appetizers. I'm not talking about a sit down dinner networking event. I would eat there. Um, But just the kind of where you move around the room. I don't touch any of that. There's no need for it. If the others are doing it, fine. But I will stay in my professional stance and stay in control. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the tips I give my clients. Yeah, so good. So say, for instance, then you've been, your your goal then is to meet three people. Mm -hmm. And say you've met three people who you think these are interesting people. Mm -hmm. So when you move from, say, the first person to the second person, would you then, because as we said, and you've said that it's all about relationship Mm -hmm. building. And one of the things that I've often heard is the relationship building continues after you've left the, left the event and, and and on an ongoing basis. So would you then say something like, well, it's so good. I would love to connect with you again. You, you may exchange business cards. Could we reach out and chat further? What What's your strategy around that? How do you take that to the next conversation? Well, my first strategy is that I love to be ahead of the pack and away from the curb. That's my terminology. I like to stand out in a crowd. So I do not have business cards as we used to know them. These are my cards. These, as I showed you on the, on Facebook, these are my cards. These are cards as a professional speaker. These are all positioned depending on my topic. Cause as you know, and as I shared with you, I have a whole pile of them for different topics. So these are all placed on the chairs for every participant when I'm speaking at a conference, because The one side gives them the bullet points and the website information, but the back side is blank. Mm -hmm. So I always say to people when I'm speaking, I only want you to focus on three things that I say 
that you will actually take action on. So it will move your life or your business forward. When I'm networking, I take about five or six of these with me. Yeah. And these are my business cards. Nice. And so what, when we exchange information and I don't always exchange with everybody either, because there might be some people you meet and connect with. It's like, okay, that was nice, but I don't want to go any further. So yeah. I don't even bring up business cards or contact information. Some people, they go in and they're just shoving business cards. And when people do that with me, I just put my hand out and say, no, that's fine. Thank you. I don't just gather business cards. I yeah. don't. So I, I like to live clutter free. <laughs> now, if it's somebody where we have connected and I'm not going to spend an hour talking to one person, what I will say is I really feel as though we have a lot in common. I really believe that there is potential for a win-win relationship. Would you be open to sharing contact information so we could take it to a next step, perhaps on a Zoom call within the next week? That's what I do. And if yeah. that's the case, this is what I share. Yeah. This is what I give them as a business card. And if the person wants to make notes on the back, that's fine. I also have the same card for me. And I'll step aside and I'll make quick notes also on key points we talked about or what stuck out for me or what, or what specifically I want to talk about on a zoom call. Mm -hmm. So that's how I take it to the next step. I always, always, always follow up within 24 hours mm -hmm. always, because you know what? 80% of people and Marie at networking events do not follow up mm -hmm. 80%. Yeah. The money is in the follow-up. Yes. And so I am very good. I know I am very good at following up, making it meaningful and staying connected. You know, we've been connected for years. Yeah. We've, we've never met. We've been connected. I'm coming, but, but we've never <laughs> met. So I stay connected with people. I have um, techniques. I have strategies. I've got notes on what I do to stay connected. I find out people's birthdays the name of their dog, if kids are like, I follow them on social media. And yeah. I, one of the ways I am ahead of the pack and away from the curb, Anne-Marie, yeah. because people can meet a lot of people at a networking event. And when it's a crowd, people don't remember when they leave. So mm -hmm. what I do when I get back into my office and I've met someone, I will pick up my phone and I will do a video message. So great meeting you at the networking event last night at the whatever clubhouse. Really looking forward to our Zoom chat. And I just wanted to say thank you for making the time to connect. I want them to see my face to remember. I mean, even though they have my face, <laughs> I want them to see my face. But it's things like that that I do yes. that cause me to stand out in somebody's memory. Mm. And that is my key point for networking. To meet three people connect with three with whom I'm in alignment and make sure I do the follow-up and take it through to whatever end.
Yeah, brilliant. So, and and as you were sharing some of the things that you say, if you are meeting with someone and you have the initial exchange and you realise there's not really that the industry that they're in, what they're focusing on, it's not really aligned with you, then it would be that you would excuse, you know, lovely to meet you. Um, I'll let you continue to move on and networking to meet other people. You would then excuse till you found or connected with the, the three people. That's yeah. right. Then it's mission accomplished, and should I choose to stay, I'm good. I'll stay. But for the most part, I really manage my time and my energy very well. So if it's a morning networking, that means I want to get back and get to work. If it's a lunchtime event, same thing. I'm very strategic, very on time. If it's an evening thing, even more so. It's because, you know, I'm getting older here. I don't want to be driving in the dark. I don't want to be getting home late. And, and I always want to show up as my best self. And honestly, evening is not my best time. I'm really at my best at seven in the morning. So I will often, as I plan my schedule, one networking event a week, I will most often plan it for the morning. Because then yeah. I am at my best. I've got great energy and, and, you know, and happy, positive energy is attractive to people exactly and you got a smile on your face and you're happy to be there then people want to know who are you anyway i've yeah. had so many people saying to me what did you have for breakfast yeah. <laughs> and that's a great conversation piece because as you know a lot of what i incorporate in my work now is about health and wellness yes because there's so many entrepreneurs who are overwhelmed stressed exhausted overweight just miserable I'm happy to tell them what I had for breakfast. <laughs> then I don't know what you're doing, Pat, but I need to find out because I that's, want more what you're that's doing. That's exactly right. I want what you're drinking. I said, great. I'm happy to share with you. Why specifically are you asking? And that's another question I use a lot when somebody asks me a question. Why specifically are you asking? Help me understand so I can put my answer in context to make it of value to you. That's a brilliant question. Love that question. Something that I know that you do a lot as well, because your business is international, yes. you are able to connect with, with others. So for those people who are also looking at building their networks online, because I know mm -hmm. that you do that too, you've got connections all, all over the, the world. Are yeah. there similar things that you do or are there some specific strategies that you have that really kind of um, fits really well in the online space. Yes, I love networking online. Zoom is my friend. And and as well, I have spoken at leadership conferences in Argentina, South Africa, and so on. So again, I've always done my follow-up. I've been invited back to speak because during the year I stay connected. But I also get involved in different online groups. So I will pick three Every either every quarter or every six months, I'm, I'm constantly reevaluating re where I'm spending my time and the return on my investment. Mm -hmm. So I work in threes all the time. So on LinkedIn, for example, I will go in and find groups on LinkedIn and I'll do my homework first. How many members are there? Is it an active group? Are there a lot of conversations going on that are of interest or of value to me? And is there potential for me to grow my business and always where I can contribute? So that's where I start. I will land in different groups, whether on Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever. And then my strategy is always to start giving, start giving. So often I'll post a postcard 
and I'll say in this new world, in this new economy, we're back out in there. So would love to share some of my best tips. Here's a postcard. Message me if you would like the cardboard copy. I'll send you the PDF. And here are a few of my tips that go with that. So I will make the first effort a few times and be giving content, be giving value, answering questions, connecting people. If people are in there saying, does anybody know anybody? I'm a great connector. So I'll do that as well. So that's how I do it online. And I do prefer online groups where there is at least a monthly meeting. Like this afternoon, I'm connected with a group called the Entrepreneur Nation. It's based in Eastern Canada. I'm in Western Canada. There's different chapters. But once a month, all the women from all the chapters meet on a Zoom call. So that's important to me. And these are all professionals, Anne-Marie. So it's a certain level of conversation and, and business activities. So most of them are lawyers, mortgage agents, financial planners, and so on. So that group is very important to me. So that's one of the things that I make sure I'm in a live Zoom group. And again, where I can contribute, I volunteer often to be the the speaker on topics that would be general and of value to those women. Like a lot of lawyers, for example, I'm learning female lawyers, female financial planners, they're good at what they do. But when it comes to some of the business things that I coach on speaking, for example, um, so I can share with them and bring value. So those are some of the things I do online. And I encourage all my clients and myself to get involved in three online networking groups and where you can broaden the base if that's in alignment with your business. If you can broaden the base, one of the companies I do business with and I'm in business with is in 26 countries. So I do want to have a global presence. Yeah. And I love the way that you have streamlined it to three because I think sometimes when we think networking, similar to people who think um, that networking is all about giving your card out to as many people as you can, which, as you said, is is not uh, Mm -hmm. the right way. Spreading yourself too thin and being across too many groups doesn't allow you to build a reputation of someone that's giving, to be able to understand what's going on there. And then being able at the end, as you said, of that, uh, say, six six months or so, Mm -hmm. to be able to go back and see what outcomes have come from this group is it worth my while to continue to remain and am I bringing value to the group am I sensing that people are getting something from me because if that's not the case either then then I don't belong there yeah I'm taking up space I'm taking up air and the other thing and one of my tactics that some of my colleagues laugh at me about this but I again I live a very simplistic life and that's the way I run my business too anybody can focus on three right? Three, anybody can focus on three. It's not overwhelming. My to-do list is three things every day. So I just launched a new private Facebook group, for example, and it's based around the, uh, my holistic approach to healthy living, five things. So I started what I called a 31 and done program. It's a private group. I'm leading the group. So that means that's one more commitment to me to an online community. So what I did I looked at the other online groups I'm in and I left one of them. 
I started this practice when I was watching this gal from Japan. I can't remember her name right now. The gal who's famous about decluttering and purging. Oh, yes. Right? You know the gal I mean? Uh, I know. So, but no, her name escapes me. Yeah. So I one of the things I took from what I learned from her in my closet. So, for example, I went and bought two new things last weekend mm. to go in my closet. And my practice is nothing goes in till two goes out. That's a great practice. And that keeps the clutter down. And so I use that same technique in my business and in my networking. So for me to open a Facebook group where I have responsibility for content, engagement, and so on, mm. I, for me, must leave a group. Mm. So I keep the balance. I keep my energy. I bring value. And then I, well, this one is for 31 days. So I'll assess again at the end of that. That's how I run it. And that's how I also network by creating that type of Facebook group. Then certain people are drawn to me and to that because they want to know what I'm drinking <laughs> because <laughs> they want to take, see my approach to healthy living. And when you have your health, you can run a good business. Yeah. When you don't have your energy and you don't help to have your health, you're certainly not going out to networking events because you're just tired. Yeah. And that's what you project. Nobody wants to hang around that, let alone do business with that. Yes. So in my group, when we talk about the holistic approach, for example, it's five things, not three. But for example, today's activity for healthy living was to stretch for 10 minutes. Mm. Now, when's the last time you stretched? I stretch every day. I know. I have okay. to. <laughs> well, and you're unique, but most people don't. Yeah. Most people don't. So then there's a checklist. So tomorrow, the action step, in addition to the other, is to go for a 10-minute walk. Mm. And the idea behind that is get away from the computer, get out into some fresh air, move your body a little bit, just change your energy, and come back. Anybody can walk for 10 minutes. It's not overwhelming. So my whole style in coaching and doing my business and networking, keep it simple, yeah. keep it relevant, make it fun, and make sure you're making progress. So good. So good. I love the, the fact that, as you said, if you are going to create something like your Facebook group, yeah. what are you going to close down? What are you going to say no to anymore? Because yeah. otherwise you just continue to, I mean, that that should be a principle across oh. all areas of your li our life, isn't it? I've heard that before. If someone is asking you to do something, what <laughs> are you going to stop doing or say no to when you take on that additional task? Otherwise yes, and, and also what I coach women is, the other secret weapon we have is our intuition. It's our gut. And we don't listen to it a lot. Women are very much creatures of saying, yeah, I can do that. Yes, I'll go there. Yes, I can contribute that. And that's the overwhelm. And then comes the resentment when your mouth is saying yes, but your heart is saying, yeah, no, I really don't want to. Right? We've all yes, been guilty of that. Yeah. We've all been guilty. So I'm coaching people in the way I model my life. It's like when I say no, I mean no. When somebody's handing me their business card at a networking event and we've already sensed that there's not really a connection, I'll just hand it back to them and say, you know what? I don't really feel as though what we have, what we're doing 
it is of value to each other. So I'm just going to let you keep this and share it with somebody with whom you will have a, a proper connection. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a polite no. In other words, don't you follow up with me either. <laughs> Yeah, because right. I don't want that clutter in my inbox. I make it very clear, polite, firm, and very clear, this is not a connection. Yeah. And also, too, if you think about it, it's like people handing out flyers. Oh, you, my you Lord. Know, if going to go in the bin, then yes. there's a piece of paper or business card that, as I said, there's nothing. Uh, I mean, imagine if that person has given out all their business cards yes. and then they meet a brilliant connection and you're walking around with a business card you know that you're not really going to do anything with that's right that you have said to that person keep it because you know the words that you said are brilliant that card can then be given to someone that is just the perfect kid. yeah and as well to exchange cards like that if that other person had been coached about follow-up and they're feeling now like they need to follow up with me where there's no sense of why, value, reason, that becomes a burden to that person. Yeah, I'm not going to allow that to happen. When I'm more proficient and more experienced at this, I'm going to lead the way and say, yeah. you keep that for somebody else. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Pat, we could continue to talk for hours. You're just a wealth of knowledge and uh, I'm just so grateful that we had an opportunity to connect. But I am so, I realise the significance of your time too. So how can people connect with you? Um, what's the best way for them to do that? If you've spoken and, and share a little bit about what you do. I know you've been talking about something that you drink. Uh, if someone <laughs> resonates with that, share a little bit about that and then how people can connect. I guess you. we should clarify that when I don't drink alcohol. I don't drink heavily. <laughs> yes, I I do drink for energy. <laughs> Did you used to watch the the Waltons? You know, they yes, yes. Dogs, you know, drink. We're not talking about that. <laughs> I know that's so funny. I thought of it every time I mentioned it. But when I get on Zoom calls with people who who want who are following up with me or want to connect with me, and it's usually about business coaching or professional speaking because that's what I do. But often we get on a Zoom call and we've only connected online. We get on a Zoom call and right away they're going to say, oh my gosh, like, what do you drink? <laughs> so I'm happy to share because, you know, a number of years ago uh, when my speaking business was really taking off, I was on the road two to three weeks of every month. I'd be in Argentina. I was in Africa. I'd be in L.A., all over the place. And it took a toll on, its, on my health. And I can remember looking in the mirror in a, an airport one night after a three-week tour. And I was overweight. I was exhausted. I had the black circles, the whole bit. And I thought, all right, something's got to change. Uh, I, I was working out all the time, but uh, I was really dragging my butt. And it's no fun to hire a speaker who's dragging her butt onto a stage. And I knew that. I knew that. So I took responsibility. My fitness trainer introduced me to a nutrition system that changed everything for me everything aside from the weight loss of 45 pounds and that was seven years ago so it's easily maintained i still follow that system every day because it's tasty and i love food it's affordable it's easy and it's convenient so when people say what are you drinking i will tell them that i have as a coach i have partnered with an international wellness organization so that i can coach on the mindset of healthy living which creates the energy and drive to grow your business, 
which gives you the money to live your best life. And that company provides the products that help to support, whether it's the nutrition, whether it's sports performance, collagen. We have a new product, Nootropic, to clear brain fog that a lot of people are dealing with after COVID. So they're my partner. And that is a part of my online business. So that's what I drink every day, twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, you can find me on Facebook. My name is right there. Find me on Facebook. I'm all over social media. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, my, yeah. my granddaughter's delight. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm everywhere. You can reach out, just message me. Happy to connect, happy to continue the conversation with anyone who has questions on any of the key points. And yeah. It's so much fun. It is always fun uh, to connect with you and you walk your talk. You really, really do. And uh, I highly recommend people connect with you if they've resonated with anything that you've said today and uh, reach out. There's her name across all of the social platforms and on TikTok too. I am <laughs> impressed. <laughs> it's, listen, am it's impressed. fun. You go to LinkedIn, it's very serious, right? <laughs> TikTok is so much fun. I mean, I can sit there and I can do videos with my water bottle and just just have fun with a message. Yeah. And that is my mission, as you said earlier. My mission is to help women understand it's never too late. I transformed my life at 58. I did it all over again at 68. I'm 71 and going strong. So yeah. it's never too late and you're never too old. Yeah. The thing is connect, be part of a community, make it fun, but take care of yourself first. Yeah, absolutely. You're well, such a delight. I love connecting with you. Uh, we will uh, allow people then to, to connect with you. But once again, thank you so much for uh, putting up your hand today and saying, yes, let's have a chat. It's always a blessing to uh, Thank to you. Well, thank you for putting your trust in me with your audience. I appreciate oh, absolutely. you. Always, Bye. always for you. Have Bye. a great day. You too. Bye. Bye, everyone. This podcast is brought to you by TheInfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.TheInfluenceAlliance.com slash podcast series. That's TheInfluenceAlliance.com slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.